Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Before we launch into this episode, got a couple of messages to run by you. Number one is patreon.com slash tea with me podcast. Are you on it? You should be. If you enjoy this podcast, Patreon's where you go. It's like the velvet rope into the members area. And what's going on in there? Bonus podcasts, live streams, early release of tickets, vlogs. So I, I nearly said vlogs, but there's there's floggings. You want to see Kieran Bartlett get flogged at the top of Cave Hill? Patreon.com slash TV Podcast. If we had 2,000, we're doing that. We're on the way to 2,000. This podcast is an express train. We're headed to 2,000 patrons. We can't be stopped. Come and join us. Patreon.com slash Tea With Me Podcast. We're also sponsored by Thompson's Tea. What is the number one question? What is the number one selling tea in Northern Ireland? Answer, Thompson's. Punjana. Yeah? These guys are like the, um, who's a really famous family? <laughs> Pardon? They're not like the Waltons. No, it's the worst suggestion of all time. I mean, like, um, who's a family? Everybody like, uh, like, the uh, the 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 No, they're not like the Kardashians either. Tony. The Jacksons. They're not like the Jacksons. Um, they're these they're these guys are making unbelievable tea. Don't worry about who they're like. <laughs> they're knocking it out of the park. They've got the Irish breakfast. They've got Punjana. They've got decaf. Which we have no respect for. Just don't have tea if you're... <laughs> if you're going to have decaf, just don't have tea. It's stupid, right? But these guys are the best. You know you've tasted the PG... I've only PG tips. Smash that mug. Oh, we only have Tetley in here. Evicted. Someone, you know someone has Tetley. Phone the, phone the housing executive. Get them out. Send their, say they're doing gear. Thompson's is Northern Ireland's number one selling tea. Keep drinking it. They've been making tea right here in Belfast since the 1800s and they're, they're going to continue to do so whether you like it or not. We are also sponsored by Manscaped. We need to talk about it. Hmm? You're downstairs? Yeah? You know what I'm talking about? It's coming into the summer. It's not coming into the summer. It is the absolute summer. And you need to get out there and you need to be free. And I know what you're doing. You're out there, no top on, no shoes, no socks, but you're wearing three pairs of trousers. I know why. You're embarrassed. Get yourself to manscaped.com. Use a code T with me for 20% off and free shipping. Shane, what, what's, what's over there? Why do you need to go to Manscaped? Men's below the belt grooming products. I've never done that before. You should. They've got the Lawnmower 4.0. They've got ball deodorant, ball wipes ball toner and you didn't even think that was possible Manscaped have made it so anti-snag technology yeah so, so it's not gonna it's not gonna be it's not gonna be looking like a, a, a pizza down there <laughs> it's not gonna be looking like a it's not gonna be looking like a pepperoni passion from a height if you know what I mean <laughs> yeah all cut up it's going to look, I was going to say something so dark there involving seals, but I won't. <laughs> Manscaped.com. They need to stop doing that, by the way. Manscaped.com. Um, talk about the singer. Um, be 
baby. Use code TVMe for 20% off and free shipping. I like the perfect performance package. I like it when I travel. You know? I've been, I've been in so many airports using Manscaped products at customs. I've been asked a lot of questions. And the number one question is, how do I get money off that tea with me? 20% off and free shipping. Link is in the description. This episode, woo, I'm hyped for this. Two big hitters on with me. Two of the most respected guys in local boxing. He's good looking. He can talk. He can hit. He's got the record. And Tommy McCarthy's on too. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Butler and Tommy McCarthy. I've been wanting that Tommy on for a long time. Sometimes when do you get a boxer on? Because sometimes they're like made him in camp. And then when they're in camp, you don't want to get them on because they're doing boxing and all. And then when they're not in camp, then you're like, oh, you probably don't want to come on a podcast. Then you probably want to chill out because you've been eating chicken broccoli for three months. But we've made it happen. Tommy is uh, is a very interesting guy. Always seems like a fun character. So buzzing to have him on. Aaron, as we all know, local boxing expert. They know each other. They're, I think they're both from the West. Of course, they know each other. Let's find out how. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a Tea With Me podcast with Tommy McCarthy and Aaron Butler. Tommy, do you drink tea? Are you a tea drinker? You fine? Drink tea. A lot of tea? Lots and lots. In it, most in a day. I couldn't tell you, but... Out of shame, or you just no, don't No, no, I just, I just lose count. Yeah. But about two years ago, I two years ago, went from a medical, no, my yearly medical for boxing. Right. And everything was just going normal, and then he, he was taking my heart, and he went... And I started panicking, I was like, what the fuck? And he went... Right, we'll come back to that and then done the rest yeah, of it. That's not what you want to hear. And he's doing going, your heart. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and then at the end, he'd done the whole thing. He came back. He was listening. He's like, Did you drink lots of coffee? And I went, No. Tea? Said, oh, tea flat out. Yeah, you need to cut back in the tea. It's giving you an extra heartbeat. And I went, extra heartbeat? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that happens when you're getting too much caffeine. So. Right. I panicked, I, I cut back for a while, I tried to go down to three a day, but right. then I got my next medical. And so there's your tea now, oh. there's your tea now and we've got our second Once, guest. Uh, Good to see you, big son. You got the belt, I should have brought mine, <laughs> toxic. No, you don't need to, I've got mine here. No, we've got two, why are, you why are you dressed like that? I just came from train. Just came from I was doing. I had. Uh, we've got these on because I was doing road work a day. Yeah. You have you do the road I'm, work I'm comic. Same. Yeah. Fates and have you trained to get? You've trained together. Have we trained together? And spurred. Yeah. And spurred. And spurred. We have, but we're from different camps. Yeah. Right. Different camps. So he, he wouldn't really train no. with me. But it's good to be in the presence of another boxer turned comedian. Yeah. You know, from West Belfast. Yeah. I I laid out the foundation. Yeah. Right. We Tommy ran with it. Yeah. yeah. We Tommy ran with it. He's flying with it now. I love to see it. You're an inspiration. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but it's just great to be here today. So it is. Good, so good. Well, look, you're, I know you're a big boxer. Do you want to hold the belt? No, it's a Do you remember you held Reese's belt? Yeah, but that's. But that's you want to hold the belt? belt? That's a big. Put the belt away. Put the I'll belt put the belt away out of respect. <laughs> for and what is the belt? What is? What did you win that, that for? That is the the WBE championship. Which stands for? That's the World Boxing Association. <laughs> Belt, so this. Nice. So yeah, that's a WBE one. You don't see those too often. They're mostly in the amateurs. When yeah. I had it. 
Now, you two know each other. We'll get on to that in a second. But this guy's telling me you went for a medical. And the doc- oh, yeah. The doctor, <laughs> the doctor <laughs> said I was drinking too much tea. So I cut back. And then when I went back the next year, and um, I got the all clear. It's me, right? That's up the dough seats again. So I'm back. I'm back up. The all clear to drink tea. Love it. Seriously. Gonna die by tea. I tea was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But now I'm back up. I love that we have uh, we have someone on the podcast that likes tea as much as I do because you're willing to risk your life for it. Yeah, a doctor's literally like you've too many heartbeats. You're drinking tea. Hello. Well, I did come back for a while, and right. then once my heartbeat went back to regular. Yeah, I went back up to my regular tea. Self-diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to say this as well. Now some people listening on audio podcast, you won't see this, but the video people will. You were getting a haircut before this. Yeah. That's a great cut. Oh. Thank you. Now, I hope you don't mind me saying this. You told me that your haircut was going to roughly take an hour. How come? Because um, I, I like I, to be yeah, in and out in 20 minutes. Yeah. I go see Coco 20 minutes. Nah, well, see, like, there's a difference. I hate to, I hate to bring racing things, but I have to. Excuse me? So Don't trigger <laughs> me right now. <laughs> you watch yourself, all right? You behave. Right. Uh, black barbers is just different. So... That obviously the hair, afro hair is different, so he has to cut it and he can't just come in with scissors and go, right, there you go. You got what people do to me? I've seen it. Just I've seen it. I've been a lie witness. Go around the barbers and I, then uh, there's loads of like, there's a lot of fucking about in black barbers too. <laughs> like they're just talking to people. And, Where is this in Belfast? I uh, Sandy Row. So I'm doing cross community. That's why I've got my orange top on. Love it. <laughs> Love Trying it. to stay on the cover. Representing. Yes. Black barbers on the Sandy Row. No. I, no. Can I ask you this? It, is the barber black? Yeah, he's from Nigeria. So this is his barber shop is like the hub for black Belfast community. Like people come from everywhere. From obviously I'm from Lanadoon, so I travel over. There's people from Springfield. They're coming from Lisburn or just because it's. It's hard to find a black barber in. in what would happen if me and him walked in? He cuts white guys hard, well. That's all right. So um, <laughs> it's, it's it's cross. But like, I was but like say cross community, but it's cross community and cross uh, <laughs> transracial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the right fellas for that. Let me tell you. <laughs> transracial, so he's got black guys in there, and he's he's playing good. Them women. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, as well. Cause it's like it's red in the middle of Sandy Row, so right. the young kids are coming in and yes, it cuts everyone's hair. But because I would have thought you're saying black hair takes longer to cut, but yeah. I would have thought because my hair's finer, you know, and a little bit like um, so say say my head was like a lawn, right? right. Mm. I have like thinner grass, mm, so, so surely a lawn more be quicker going over that. Do you know what I mean? So you're saying your argument, but your is, argument is that yours will be quicker, which yes. proves the point. Yes. You're oh, just, that's yeah, what we've said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what we were trying to say right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the Tommy tells us you were in uh, you you were fighting in the Eddie Hearn back garden fights. Yeah. What was discreet? Because that was over COVID. Whenever you couldn't have arenas, you couldn't yeah. have like audiences and stuff. Well, I thought in his garden was the first like Event? that had people in. So. There were allowed, I think it was 300. Oh, so there was like yeah. a good few. What, what, but what, uh, how different was that compared to having like the big arena full? Did you get to go into his house? Yeah. 
So I went to Etsy for a press conference a few weeks before. It was fucking boiling. It must have been about fucking 30 degrees. Right. And my manager was like, stick a suit on, make sure you look a spot. Stop I drinking went, tea, Tommy. I was can't. sweltering. Yeah. Like, I had a full suit on. Everybody else had their shorts and t-shirts on. But you know what I mean? Pain is beauty, and yeah. I have to say. So I had this. Man's on a three piece. And um, but it was frigging boiling. And then that day, you got to you know go around and see all the ground. Like, it's it's not where he lives now. It's a family home where he grew up. Right. And it's it's like so indescribable. There to have like a zoo more or less at the back. It was like alpacas and all running about, and looks huge. It's just it's just I can't did we not imagine. Have it? <laughs> oh. Do you know how that is? Oh, I this is Hollywood. <laughs> I um only had one, <laughs> but like, I just couldn't imagine growing up in a house again. It should be my new box name. The land of doing all that. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it. Yeah. What, what's your current one? Magatech. Magatech's good. It's all using talking about how you get the nicknames. Yeah. yeah. And you what you said? Did you say they give you it in the gym? They he gave me went, mine. Aaron was oh, saying right. when he went to the gym, they gave me mine. They, they just gave you yours. Mine was uh, white lightning. Yeah, and that was because you know the cider. Yeah. Oh, my sparring you had partners. A of it, my sparring partners. Water bottles. <laughs> my sparring partners were waking up, going, "Fuck, I have a sore head," and the trainers were going, "That's white lightning." That's white lightning. And they were going, "But I wasn't drinking." And then they would just produce because he didn't have mobile phones back then. Yeah. They produce a wee Polaroid of me. Stand with a bottle. And they stand with a bottle of white lightning, and they went, "That's what got you, sparring." Uh, but yeah. see to be honest like they actually do give you your nickname it's not like, like you can't just walk in and say this is my you nickname could, obviously you know because you were in it you then walk in and say I'm White Lightning they would have laughed you out of place <laughs> yeah 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 you had to be blessed with so it. like my when I turn pro obviously amateurs don't really have nicknames but when right. I turn pro this guy was training me um, Vanny Chaga he's from Panama don't know if he's ever he used to actually train Brian with you right oh Brian yes he, um, <laughs> yeah Brian who doesn't know Brian anyone yeah. you mention in boxing your oh, full name go way back. he'll just know. reply with their first name and say yes right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll start name dropping names <laughs> yeah, me too but um I Brian used to used to train Eamon O'Kane as well and Eamon Paul McCluskey <laughs> Paul, Paul McCluskey um a few He's trained all like a, a lot of people he's been involved with. But uh he says, So so Tommy, what is your nickname? And uh T Mac just Oh no, you can't have that. It has to be vicious, it has to be something and I was like fuck like T Mac it's people's always T Mac's good. Yeah. I don't know. At, and it's just simple and he was like, No, you have to be the destroyer or something and I was going she just fuck off just <laughs> comes all the way from Panama uh, so and then uh, a fella who I was training with doing strength conditioning he actually says to me like you are the mag attack that's who you are and I was like fuck that sounds that good works. so yeah there is some truth to what he's saying that that's good Tim gives it now the, back to the black barber <laughs> he's really focused I I think for a bit of Patreon content, at some point we, me and you go. Yeah, I, 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 I no bother. Like, no, but I, and what way would they? Wh- how just would we just go in and ask for what you want? Like, yeah. If you, what's his name? Hope. Hope. Yeah. 
he's no hope of us too. Man, <laughs> 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 no, he, he's like. But that looks, see, that looks sharp. There's, that looks really good. That does why it does take someone because like if they get lined, lined up, no. No, can I get lined up? Yeah. Well, you get whatever you want. He'll but I want lined up. And there's, there's I want him to line me up. Let's see a guy, or you may know him because um, who's he play for? He played in the Irish League. Um, Kiki. Oh, I. You know him? Yeah. He works her. Does he? Aye. Cutting her. Cutting her. Kiki. I can't now. My barber's cool. Co- I go to Coco. <laughs> what is so I'm, I'd be going Coco names. to Kiki. <laughs> well, Coco to Kiki. The hope. You may as well. Sure. Do you actually know him? Hundred percent. He used to play for France. Played for Dundella. Played for Ballymacash now. Yeah. Played for Arts. Yep. Oh, why? He can play for Cliftonville too. This is class. So he's my barber who owns it. Hope he trained Kiki up. Now Kiki's on his out on his own there. Now, have you got your hair cut by white guys before? Yeah. Um, and did you notice a big difference? Will some of them be like me and I can do only, it? Or would they say you know beforehand, mate, I'll do it my best? I've got my hair cut. I've always had long hair my whole life. And then I cut my hair for the first time in third year. Right. Cut all the braids off. and But I was in London. I used to go to, I still do, like, but I used to go for the summer to London. So I'm a family and all over. So I got my hair cut over and it was fucking brilliant. And then I came home and we went back to school. All my mates used to go to this barber in the Falls Road. Pat the barber. <laughs> no, down the pats. We all go down the pats. I mean, it does exactly what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, right, I'll try it. So this is my first and last time going to the white guy to cut my hair. <laughs> so he started, he started cutting it. He says, what do you want? It's me. Uh, one of the sides, just trim the top. And it, like you say, done exactly what I done on the Tim. Just wandered at the sides and trim the top. But he started getting the scissors out and getting a comb and all doing. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. Had all, oh, had a crack. Yeah. And I was going, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> and then, because he, he didn't do much, he didn't shape me up or anything. And when he was done, he was like, Wait, that's you, kid. Like, that's me. Fuck's sake. You haven't even done one eighth of a job. Right. But obviously, my experience. And a barbers had only been black barbers, right? And I think I would go as far as to say, and first and last, Afro hair he'd ever cut. <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm ne- I'm never <laughs> gone again. Imagine so if I he just, just started specialising. Can't imagine. <laughs> I don't make my car here. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was loving it. Because <laughs> you can get lined up in the west. Actually, oh, but you know imagine, what? But you know what? I'm land. I'm not land, but I'm just. <laughs> What are you doing? Here, you're not so, being questioned. Here, it's all right. How quickly would you so, fall apart? Pat the So I went there, and then for years, I just cut my own hair. I learned how to cut my own hair. And it's fucking, it was hard, but I was always happy with holding a mirror up with one hand. No, it's a, but that's a whole different thing. But then, Podrick, who um, owns Cutting Edge Barbers up in West Belfast, then I went to him. I saw a couple of guys, actually Kevin Ajago. Yeah. Saw a picture of him and um on this cutting edge his Instagram I said, fuck. Podrick looks like he knows what he's at. So I went up and Podrick says he he actually was specializing. He is the white guy who specializes in Alpha Herbs and I was going to Podrick like Podrick is the, the best barber in the West. And um 
It's a new reality TV series. I know. <laughs> but I know. You should, should see it. You should just go around the park. Just go on the project. Flat it. West Belfast next up. Afro. Afro Caribbean barbers. And project see the like the mixed jazz guys in in West Belfast. All three of us. We're all gone. The fucking project. Even an And uh, so I was going the project for years, and I like projects we made as well. And fucking as I say, it was brilliant. And um, done a stellar job, but then his stock was reading, so he had to book to get in. And one day, I couldn't get in. He was fully booked, and I had a, I think it was going to something, something special. I think it was birthday party or something. <laughs> oh yeah, real special. <laughs> well, I was going somewhere, and I needed to get my hair cut, and he couldn't okay. get me in. Eighth birthday in the uh, falls. Bring my wee girl to her mate's party party. <laughs> <laughs> I had to need to get lined up. <laughs> And um, I seen Hope on Instagram, and uh, I went to him, and then I just kept going back. But yeah. I still fully support cutting heads. Like, <laughs> it's go good. It's good to just find a barber and be happy. I go to Coco. Coco's from Egypt. Is he? Based across the road. Right. He's good. I re- I re- I reckon. I reckon Coco could line you up. Just the, as a backup it's option. Too far away. I know, but then you come down to Hollywood for a day, you have a coffee, you walk <laughs> oh, about, it's a good time. <laughs> the air's a wee bit nicer, you know, it's just a, it's, it's a good time. Um, it gets far enough going to Sandy Row, for lipstick. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. There's, right, loads that I want to ask you, I want to get into. I want to ask you, bit of a stock question, I'm sure you get asked this all the time in interviews, but how you, you got into boxing, because I, I don't know that about you. Yeah. Um, I was always a, a boxing fan, I'm an only child, so... You know, most people follow their brothers, their boxing club, and I'm not from a, a boxing family or anything. So, um, but I always watched it, and it was like a casual fan, and um, wanted to join. But it was always big for me. Right. So, my dad thought, Lord, it was actually. I remembered in the paper, Frampton was in it. I was like, "You're he'd won the anthems." And I was like, "You're the same weight as Emmons, and our big lads. You'd be fighting him." So, wait till you're in first year, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to be fighting that guy. Looks like a bro. I think card hasn't grew from, that was in 2000. I must have seen 2000, the year 2000. Card still lets his. And, um, and then, when I went in the first year, my dad was doing a door with a boxing coach, Seamus Steeds. And uh, I was running home one night. It was actually late. I had to be in for like, I think it was, 10 and it was like half 10 so I was running up Landon Avenue and then Shamey Dades come and says hey you're Tom's kid how did you know <laughs> so, no, obvious, it's obvious you have your surname in the back of your football top or something no, I have Tommy number 9 <laughs> but um, he says hey Tom's kid uh, he says what do you about boxing I said guys just come down here tomorrow half 6 I'll bring you down I was like, fucking right, that's, that's my excuse then for so being late. Were you in between P7 first year, you were about what, No, I, was just, I just went in the first year. So, so about 11? 11, just coming 12, and then he brought me down, and he says to me, right, I'll bring you here to Plunkett the first night, and if you don't like it, I'm friends with Emmons and Emerald, which is in just around the corner for me. Um, but sure, we'll see what it's like, and then I just stuck it. I just stayed in Plunkett my whole career. And the f- from the first day, I was like, this is it, I want to do this. So fucking. Did you fight much growing up? Fight in school or anything like that? In primary school, I had a few fights. I never fought in, 
Uh, no, I'm secondary school. You couldn't find St. Mary's for God's sake. Academics though, mate, <laughs> no, are too busy cracking the books that were meant cracking heads. I, I went to CBS, so I did across the street, so we always had a wee bit of a, you know, we were always... They were jealous. We, we were did jealous. you two ever fight each other growing we up were, or anything like we, that? He was across the road, I was up a hill with smart kids. He was up right. a hill with smart kids. <laughs> he was down there in the, in the dumb school. Remedial <laughs> program. I, I was we used to go up to their school to use their pool for PE, sort of God. Yeah. And the teachers would go pissing that before he's leave, and we'd all do it. And that's what you're up against. That's what you're up the against. Teachers yeah. The teachers were saying. But then I had to go up to your school to do my politics A level with Mr. Tully. That was. Uh, I was at I don't politics as well. Different classes. But um, I only done the first. I done lower sick when then Mr. Tully actually advised me to to leave. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, stay. That's, a, that's not the career advice you want to hear. I went back, not after doing AAS levels. Yeah. I think I got a D in politics. And, that's, that's and, a pa- um, that's I know a it's a pass. And um, mm. he was like, Tommy, listen, see if I was you. Concentrate on getting there in it. Because you don't want to be my age and sitting there saying, like, I watch football and say, I'd play Emmons off a park. You don't want to be sitting here and saying, I'd box ahead of So just concentrate on boxing. Try your hardest. Um, to get to these Olympics, and then you can always come back to education. Mm. I was like, "Isn't I was gonna leave anyway?" But yeah, now you get the blame. I was loving it then, and and um, that's what it did then. I left. But wait, what what, what was the point where you realised you were good at it? So when you when you first joined that club, you're talking about there about a teacher going like you should actively go and pursue the Olympics. What was the point where you went? Actually, this is something's happened here. Whether it was a a title or a Do you know what. It's um these like everything just happened and then I was shit but it made me believe that I was brilliant. So I was like I said it was big for me. It was boy to fifty two kilos, fifty four kilos, which is Aaron. No. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah yeah, soaking wet. Would no love <laughs> if you wouldn't be fifty four, would you? What's that in pounds? No, I, I think, think you'd be a bit Frampton, I think Frampton was fifty Bantam with no, not Bantam. Um, oh, I'd be I'd about, you're about Super Feather, wet, Welter. Late Welter. I'd late say. Welter. Is, who's, in the, who's the champion of Late Welter? Josh. Is it Josh? No. <laughs> is it it's, Josh? It's Josh. Ah, Josh. Uh, Josh Taylor. You want to fight Josh Taylor? That's Josh Taylor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Alex, he doesn't want the smoke. No, he doesn't. No. He's come, he needs a bounce back after. He does need to bounce back before I fight him. It'd be a step down for me. Going you're not smoke. Him. You're, you're, you're lemon flavoured beer. <laughs> 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 and nobody wants that I like miss I like miss but yeah so it was big for me and um nobody was that in Antrim or Ulster was 54 kilos uh, boy 2 boy 2 just means 12 and um went down to all errands so but, sorry were you because you were heavier and bigger did you have to fight older kids no you just I just got to walk over there was no one in the way oh that's unreal so so you just right. walk straight in, they're like, you're right in, the right in, right in, right in, champion, there's a medal and certificate, I think. Keep Being on. serious? Oh, I had to, if there's nobody here, you... Without a fight? You, without a fight. But you have to win, <laughs> when you're a kid, you have to win the anthems to get down to the all Ireland. Right. So, that was me going to the all Ireland With no fights? With no fights. <laughs> I had I had one fight, a club show, had a, my first fight and I lost. Right. So, Still the champ. so you're coming up, you're the coming champ walking in with a non 100% record, all losses. <laughs> Not more, here it comes. <laughs> so I went down and um, I got a, a band at semi final, there were only four of us. So you got another, <laughs> so another, yeah, 
the, it's not my fault. I mean, just playing the hand I was, I was dealt. And they say boxing's corrupt. So, <laughs> and, and I never, I didn't box boy one. I only joined the boy two. So, I had I had zero experience. Semi final boxing this guy who was a champion from the year before, but he was tiny. And um, I was like, I punched ahead of him. Get <laughs> in. We had an absolute slugfest. And uh, to be honest, I thought I lost at the end of it. And it was a draw, and I had to count back. And I was just down the dumps. And I was, I remember just in the ring, just thinking, maybe this game's not for me. Like, I'm going to go 0 2 here. Yeah. And I went, McCarthy in the blue corner. And I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was buzzing, and that was me in the, the Irish final. So. In a national final, I'm a, on a draw. I'm a third fit. I know, coming off a loss and a draw. Guy <laughs> <laughs> took a boxing nine days before this. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm in the final, and fucking, but I was buzzing. Then. I was like, I'm going for it. I'm yeah. gonna make like this is my third ever fit. I'm gonna be Irish champion. And I, me and this guy. How many people was this in front of? Rough was this like? Well, the finals always are kind of busy, so. The stadium holds about two, three thousand, but there'll probably be a couple of hundred, I'd say. And have you always, because most kids and even people now, if you said you're getting into this sport, all of a sudden you rise quickly through it and then you're performing, we can relate it to stand up in front of all these people. That could get, you're like, I'm buzzing, you're, you know, you can believe you got through and then everything you're saying is like positive and good emotions. You strike me as a very confident guy. I think yeah. you're very like measured as well, too. So were you just like rolling with all that? Yeah. So the nerves didn't get you. Like I always see from as a kid. Like I said, I was only child, so I've always been like putting a pedestal in my family. Like both sets of grandparents, I'm the favorite grandchild. Cleaning up at Christmas so, too, probably. You know like, what I mean? And yeah. all my aunties all love me. I'm everyone's favorite nephew. It's cause like you don't have. Competition. Siblings to bring so you can stay in anyone's house. It's not like yeah, I'm not yeah, taking yeah. any McCarthy's or something. Yeah, right, it's just right. like, oh yeah, Tommy can stay. Yeah. So I'm have like a good relationship with everyone and they just had they you know from when I was young, just instilled this like you are the man. Right. <laughs> so I just always follows and brought that in the box and it was shit where I was like, I'm gonna win these all irons here right. coming off a loss and a draw yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so you get to the final I got the final I mean the guy I, I was actually like on top of him but he was another former national champion and it were like 10 seconds to go as he said I only just started boxing so I didn't know how to throw uppercuts or anything straight punching was all I knew and then your man kept up in his head so I just kept punching him in the back of the head right and the Smart. ref had warned me loads of times. Oh, you're and not allowed to do that? You're not, uh, All right. no. <laughs> I'm like, keep doing that then. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. Yeah. Suplex him, give him a stone so cold stunner. I'm digging him because I didn't know how to throw up with it. And then 10 seconds to go, I got a warning, two points took off. Oh. And then get, end up getting beat, 8-6. But I was like, that's a robbery. And I was crying my eyes out. So I had that su- success, which... Talking about it now isn't really success. It was all like just flukes. Yeah. Mm. Don't let us get into your yeah. head now, by the way. <laughs> no, it, was good. Just, it was all just like, it all just unfolded like poverty. So I had gave me the confidence. Look, I've only had three fights and I was in a nice no final. I can go all the way here. And then, and then, I, and then I did. So I think I had like belief was what pushed me on then to yeah. go on. And then I just started winning all Ireland and just 
Did you go to those Olympics? Nah, I didn't. The, so that was the 2012 Olympics. No, so I went to the qualifiers. And it's so from being starting boxing, everything was falling in my favour. Then when I went to the qualifiers, I got a bronze medal at the thing. But if I had been the, at the at the event, if I had been the Olympics previous, I'd have, I'd have qualified. But because it was the first time women's in, they cut the numbers for some of the meals. Right, so right. So my, my weight they went from having, I think it was 32 in the weight to 16 only. Oh, okay, get you, get you. Yeah. So Women. Basically, that's just a roundabout way of saying I got beat at the qualifiers. At the qualifiers. <laughs> and, like, I don't know, you, not that you, like, fell into it, but if it hadn't been, do you think if it hadn't been for that guy doing it with your dad, being like, I'll take you down to this, is it something you might have thought about, but you might never have actually got yeah, around to go Yeah, because I had no legs into it. Yeah. Like, what, what else might you have done with your life? Before before that, I was playing the guitar, and all my family, on my mommy's side, are all music people. So I would have been, in the, on the like doing music. Definitely would have been doing music. Is Labyrinth on your mother's side? Yeah. So here's Labyrinth, your sisters. Don't know any boxers you're talking about, but as soon as you mention Labyrinth, I'm <laughs> like, yes, yeah, obviously so I know. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. Re- related? Yeah. Uh, so his his mommy, my mommy's sisters. So like. Labyrinth was also a Atlanta Dune legend. Ah, there's yeah. loads of us. <laughs> loads of us. The, uh, the, would you ever drop in on a Labyrinth track? Do a little verse, maybe? Oh. I, you know, like... What or if, for your next if, walkout? What if it, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, the, for, for a walkout? I'm Same sure for I, years. You could do Earthquake and I, I, he sing and I, I, I'll do Tiny Tempest bit. <laughs> if we can't get Tiny, I'll do it. <laughs> tiny Todd. For years, Tiny Todd. Oh, no, that's my boxing nickname, isn't it? Fuck's <laughs> sake. Tiny Todd. I was actually... One time in the paper, they called called me Todd. It was Todd was a slagging for me for me. Oh really? After I'm all Ireland's my first. <laughs> no, I was buzzing, and they've done a big raid up of everyone from the west who was in the in the all Ireland's. I was, and it was like great performance by Todd McCarthy. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I hold on, is he not the guy in EastEnders? <laughs> I I don't even watch EastEnders anymore. Todd McCarthy <laughs> anymore. I was a, I was a big idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know oh. that uh, me and Tom's dad's uh, did the door together? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah big, big Joe Campbell. Oh, what? Oh, your dad? My dad, no, oh, no, no, no. He did do not do the door. I didn't do the door of your dad. That <laughs> <laughs> would have been great. He was maybe doing the interior design to pick <laughs> yeah, the doors, yeah, yeah. but he wasn't doing I the door. I did the door men's uniforms, but I didn't <laughs> do the door. So your dad's did the door? Together. Do you know what I, do you know what I would love? If we the next generation of that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Tommy, but he's yeah. all Saturday now. <laughs> <laughs> there something? I, when I was young, it was always my ambition to be a doorman. Yeah, you know, right. Same. Want to be what there is, but then after you get the truth, one of my one of my fights, one of my, my second fight, um, you know, people just loved the. It was this was like Twitter in real life. Somebody coming up and you no know, talking shit to me, right in my the face. Oh, I was in the darkness. I was like, yep. Why are you fighting shit people like that? It's only my second fight. What, what do you expect? Yeah. Your man's in there eating pizza. And what? He well, just fought. Do you know what? Uh, you're, you should be fighting at a higher level. And I, went, I stopped him in like a minute. What, do you, what more could I do? Do you know what? You make a good door, man. And that's just stuck in my head. And I like, I never do a door because I don't want him to go. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. predict this head back. Yeah. <laughs> but look, you're shot here together. No, yeah, 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 you can put it all to one side. <laughs> Not the name, but yeah, do you get that way? Like, what's your relationship with social media? Like, do you get a bit of shit on there every now and again? And sometimes, um, 
and I don't mind it. Like I think if you're on Twitter, you can't go on and try and complain about something serious or mm. I'm feeling really down or like Twitter is for trolling, so troll or re troll. And then I just get wrapped up in it sometimes, all going back and forward with yeah. people slaying. So I actually deleted the ad. I haven't deleted my account, but I deleted the app just so that I don't get sucked into it. Have you had a online thing with any fighters that's turned into yeah. anything? Or I had one years ago with a guy. It was Commonwealth Champion at the time, and we were trying to arrange a fight. Well, I my like that's why I have a manager. Let the managers do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then they started on Twitter. And then so me and him were just going back and forward, slabbering. And then Chris Bill Smith, yeah, that there, he went, he took the Twitter. And then me and him had a wee back and forth exchange a wee bit. But I had a I had a bit of a beef with a boxer. Who? Like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Sean McComb in the live podcast where we were talking about O'Hara Davis, and I said, Sean, hold on, I messaged him here during the live podcast. Yeah, thinking he wouldn't reply, so I messaged him, started start, started getting at him. Check my phone towards the end of the podcast. He goes, "What was that in English?" Because I had like, <laughs> I call him pancake head and all. I said, "You didn't." Oh, like I said, "Big McCombs after you and all." And I said, "Aaron wanted a piece of him." Yeah. And he just said in English. And then I said, "His podcast is over." I messaged him back. I was like, "I'm sorry, but I do a podcast now, and I was trying to be funny." Lovely. So I think I'm fighting him yeah, at, yeah, at the failure. At the failure. Yeah, um, yeah. So moving into pros, then how did that? How did that come about for you? Um, I was doing really well like as a as a as a senior and then I, I just broke in the top 10 in the world and then a guy who was sponsoring me he's he was actually a manager he's brian mcgee's manager and um brian brian he's brian's <laughs> manager yeah, yeah, big brian. and um he says to me look tommy you're top 10 in the world now if you're top 10 in the world as a as a pro you're a millionaire so that was all he had to say. Yeah. <laughs> Get the pen. <laughs> what was your first pro fight? But that's not true. That <laughs> <laughs> ended really sadly. Uh, but that's not true. <laughs> I don't want to give anybody false hope. It is true. You're right. Like, people see any boxer on TV and go, they must be loaded. But really, it's only if you're the champion, essentially, yeah. is you're getting the big, big, big well, money. Well, the, I understand the logic in that, though. Uh, but also, it's like, that's like so. That's almost like and that guy coming up to you in Devonish. It's like someone being like, just just be the best, be the tenth best in the pros and go and win it. Yeah. Like it's you can't just say yeah. you're going to do that. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a harder road. Or someone being like, you need to fight better fighters and and that kind of thing. Well, obviously you need to. It's like doing gigs, and we'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. But like you need to like do a load of gigs to get experience yeah. and build it up, and then yeah. do bigger and bigger. But it's not as easy as going. Even if you're dominating in the amateurs, you can't be like, go and be world champion like, yeah. next month then. Lamachenko, mm. who is the greatest amateur boxer of all time, mm-hmm. and probably the best boxer ever born, but he turned, he won two Olympics, he lost one fight as an amateur, two world champions, won everything as an amateur, turned pro. Many amateur fights, did he have like 400 yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, 300. It's ridiculous, like. The 400, like he's just, and um, he was like, right, he's going to be make history, become world champion, the first, fastest ever. Want to do it in a second fight, he get beat. Yeah. And it's just, you cannot, you can't cheat the friggin' the yeah. system. Yeah, like, there's a... Well, what age did you, you turn pro at? Uh, 23. That's a good age. Yeah. Because you got the experience and do you, what do you like now compared to then? Like, 
you know, like maturity wise yeah. and all that kind of thing. Um, you seem to really was, have your I, head screwed on. When it. I was twenty three, I turned pro. It was kind of I went in like thinking this is gonna be great here, gonna be getting all sorts of dough. And then after your first fight, then they had you with a deduction sheet, right? Oh. So your medicals, your coach's fees, your manager's fees, the sparring partners, this, that. And I was like, fuck's sake, I didn't know. Because <laughs> when you're an amateur, everything's yeah. paid for you. Right, yeah. right, right. So, and it's like, Jesus, this is reality here. And then you've got your board tax, and so now you're going to have to pay tax at the end of the year. What the fuck's tax? Right. Because <laughs> what is tax? Like yeah. when, you're, when you're getting your um, grants, you get a, a tax clearance form, so you yeah. don't have to, like, and then um, you're you're trying to pull everything in yourself, you no know, in terms of training and organize. Mm. Whereas when you're on the amateur team, you're getting the best of everything, and yep. it's all laid out for you. You don't you don't really have to do much work. You just have to show up and and do your part. But everybody's in their position, so it actually took me years. It's still there, you no know, chopping and chains and coaches and. Mm. Just trying to find the right fit. Tell us this. You had a wee, uh, wee, wee fight in Estonia, didn't you? Yeah. Well, where'd that come about or how that come about? Because that seemed really like... Yeah, it was nowhere. just to be... It was just... You over there nowhere. training and then we just... Over and then end up on a wee show and it was like... Get a wee knockout so, I can't wee win. It's so surreal because my last... <laughs> the last couple of years, since the pandemic, all my fights have been big ones on TV. And yeah. Cole Mains and main event now. And then... Go to Estonia. It's on a wee pro arm show, so it was all like amateur kids, and it see spicy being like the champion and being in no like at the top of the bill. You get your own chains room and stuff. So now I'm in Estonia. I'm sitting in a wee room. There's all these wee kids running about with their amateur gear on. Doing, <laughs> yeah. going, what the fuck's going on here? Where have I ended up? How the how the media phone? <laughs> and, and then once they finished, then I was the first fight in the bill, and um. Falcon in the box. Uh, he'd like, like a pair of socks. Or, it didn't even look like shoes. No, no, I don't Was he like <laughs> me? He, he looked like you. Come there, did you wear Crocs? I don't know why, but I just looked down at his flippers and <laughs> so I said, working a body, bang, 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 <laughs> thinking he was gonna go down in the corner to get up, man. That's <laughs> enough. But your man stepped back and. No! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, this, this guy's fancies it. And then, end up, for, through the first round, I sat in a corner and I was going, maybe coach was giving me advice and all, but I kind of, the guy was not listening. I was going, what am I doing here? Like, why am I even in the second round with this guy? And I just, I made a wee thing in my mind. Just 67-year-old guy yeah, opposite him. In a wheelchair. He's going on. And I says, do you know what? See if if this goes one more round, I'm jumping out of the ring myself. Right. And I hit him one two. The basics, you know. The one two. One two. And he just stepped back and he went, whoa. And I went there, ref. Ref, he's a ref. Bang, whack the again. He went down. And then in the corner, stood up, man. I guess it was the second time the corner interjected. And then he just. He, he, had had no, he, he had no objections <laughs> this time. Uh, he's, he's checking out. Are you, uh, you're not going to do the fail or anything, but I know you're doing the comedy. I'm doing the fail. I mean, I'm 
but are, you're, you're, doing you're, the <laughs> but you're not doing the the boxing no, event no. no let's talk about um stand-up yeah so uh, every every time we have a boxer on the podcast we always when i speak to dan and michael tony that work on the podcast we always say like that's boxers just have some entertain entertainer side to them and I've found it pretty much with everyone who's come on where you go like funny and maybe it's maybe it's because you're you know you just grew up together you're in the gym and it always <laughs> sounds like that's an environment where people are taking the piss having the piss taken out of them so it's a funny environment yeah. but yeah Sean and Patty and Tyrone everyone who comes on is is funny um and I've seen you do interviews and press before and like you're a confident guy and then all of a sudden I see I see pictures on Instagram you've jumped on done a bit of stand up at a gig with Paddy McDonald and a few others so is that something you well first of all before all that how was that as an experience and how was it what you thought it would be like and then what it actually was like um it was it was amazing actually like uh, I really enjoyed it and uh before it was the similar kind of thing the boxing they going out for a fight so it was sean haggerty's event and sean gave me the opportunity and uh so we're all up patty gave me a lift up to and he was like oh, no, no like oh no no but he was <laughs> i've got a lift with patty for the egg scary but in the head with it was sounding like he was giving me good pointers and no like put my man kind of at ease he's like yeah. Tommy you're going up here nobody's expecting anything from you uh, so if you're funny happy days if not nobody cares because yeah. nobody's how long here was to you how long are you doing five minutes yeah so um he was just he says I, I'll um watch you and then I'll give you a few pointers after and um so I went up and before no like in the in the changing room yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're all there and uh, Dave Elliott was on I think he was the first yeah. and so when he was going up he um got up to the door and he was like oh, <laughs> it. no like going out <laughs> and he got he turned around and he had where do we do it lads <laughs> and uh, this is exactly like a boxing changing room yeah, oh, yeah. He put, he lo- and he looks like the guy you fought in Estonia uh, yeah <laughs> fuck's sake he looks better <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> but uh, see with him him no getting ready to go out that just made me I felt comfortable in the environment because I felt like I'd been in yeah. this situation and, before and, and people wouldn't you might not necessarily have thought that because if you think backstage of comedy load of comedians people probably think everyone's sitting there dead confident just making jokes maybe having a pint yeah it is like before you play sport that's what I thought people I are thought, pacing like there's going to be drinks and all ahead of it and man, there was a big case of water it was exactly like a, a boxing system yeah. case of water and everyone just sitting around, going through, you no, know, like their own thoughts, and they yep. making me better conversation, but then going back to their own thoughts. Yep, yep. And um, but th- that made me feel less nervous then because I was going, this is the way they feel, and what Paddy had said, if it goes wrong, nobody laughs. Like so what? Whereas when you're going at the fight, if it goes wrong, you're getting your ballot snacked. Yeah. Fucking clean this. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Sometimes that uh, happens at a gig as well. <laughs> Chris Rock thought that. Oh, I know, yeah. But, so, um, it, but I, felt, I felt confident, but it, I was like, I, I prepared, like, we sat for five minutes and I was going, I don't know if this is going to land up here. Like, will they get this? But um, 
turns out it's universal comedy. <laughs> <laughs> See that? Like the, when I did my first gig at my and for the first while of doing stand up, my hands would shake. I couldn't keep my hands from shaking. My voice would go a wee bit. I couldn't look at the crowd. Yeah. If you if you on your first gig feel comf- comfortable up there, and and you, I think you have that that advantage of you've done press conferences before. Yeah. You've done post fight interviews in the so ring. So that is the thing. Like it's not like you're going for the first time to speak to an audience. Like I've had to do talk to schools now before. Yeah. And yeah. So it, was, it wasn't. Like, yeah, like having a mic in your people. hand yeah. is such an. People go, I want to do stand up. Oh, yeah, I've made people laugh. See the feeling of having a microphone in your hand with a lead to it that's going to a speaker where people can hear you louder. It, it fucks with people's head and it did with yeah. mine big time. Like, so, but it, what was the point where you made the decision you were going to do that? I was on Sean's podcast and he'd asked me, So, what, what do you want to do? And are, you, are you still ambitious with boxing and blah, blah, blah? Kind of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, uh, I want, I don't want to be in the box. Obviously, I want to be a world champion, but I want, I want it all. I want to, yeah, try acting. One man trying to stand up. He says, "Well, if you're serious, I'll get you a spot in is the pavilion." Yeah, yeah. Open mic comedy. He says, "I oh, will get you an open mic," and I says, "All right, hundred percent." And then that when that podcast came out, a few people were asking, "When are you doing this?" Stand up, fuck's sake, you're threatening to do it. Like, well, I don't know, it's up to Sean. Sean's organising it. So I texted Sean, and Sean says, I had already spoke to, forget the guy's name. He said he was going to get in touch, Luke. but he never got in touch. And then he texted me again. He says, did he get in touch it? And I says, no. And then he said, well, I'm running this thing up in Coal Island. You can do five minutes. It's not a comedy club. It's just a gig. Yeah. He says, all right, I'll try it. But Paddy said most people's first time doing a, a gig is in front of like six people. Yeah. So you're coming up here, the lands down, like there's about 150 people come there. But <laughs> it's all of Cool Island. I don't know, it was like the whole town was there, but it, I think that was better in order to uh, get Oh, a going. thousand percent. Uh, thousand it's, percent. it's somewhere like you don't really know and it's not local. Yeah. It's definitely, if you were doing it in like the Felons or the Devonish or something, you'd be way more yeah. nervous. I would, I would. But if there were six people as well, like, yeah, it's harder get uh, the momentum going. Uh, yeah. And you could hear somebody saying, what, okay, shit. You what did that first someone, laugh feel like? Um, was like a yeah, relief? That's me. Felt like you were, we're on. We're on. This is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was the feeling like after you got off stage, after your set finished, compared to when you finish a fight? I felt... I don't know if it felt better, but it felt it felt good because at the end, everyone was tearing and all, and like, I was like, oh, this is great. And then you just can just relax in, and um, you don't have any sore face yeah, or hand. yeah. there's no <laughs> yeah. aches or pains yeah. to get a drink in it was like do you know what would be great like a t- great trademark for you if you really get in the stand up and do more gigs every time the MC brings you on like when you walk past the MC you do a handshake you do a pass or whatever if you fucking spark them out <laughs> yeah, whoever weird. it is just like full just uppercut every time I'll be hilarious I'll be getting banned from all of them yeah. I know but it'd be, be great clip McCarthy. great social media and then if you hold a press conference after oh, every stand up gig yeah. just, just break down just break like how it went set by set and uh, the opening joke wasn't too good but uh, the clothes and are you really going to do it and is this you being like yeah I'm going to do it and see do what you know what like, I, 
I'd done an interview after and I said, look, I'm not going to be traveling all around the country trying to get five minutes here, there and everywhere. I'll just take it as it comes. Mm. But I actually do want to take it serious. Like, I don't, I'm not just here, just, no, like, you know when people come into boxing and the, they're like, fuck, oh, I'm going to give it a go. Like, remember, no, uh, he, he's serious. He's a real dealer, Tom knows I'm serious. But, you know, like, people, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in the box in here and or anything, but they're just they haven't got a clue and have All no the gear, respect. No idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I don't want to be that guy, you know, like who's coming in and and fucking what's he had? Like he's just because guys that use take it serious and use right. have been working for years. I don't want to be like oh, I guess that I'm gonna just it's gonna be easy and yeah, you want well, to I want I want to be part of it and that, that's obvious because of where you did it you know you could have you could have organised a gig somewhere close to home and invited all your friends and family down that kind of thing mm-hmm. and you would have it would have been brilliant but you you wouldn't have learnt anything because they're going to find you funny anyway they're there to support you so the best testament of what you did is you went to a place in Cull Island where some people are obviously going to know you if they're five fans and that kind of thing a lot of people won't so they don't you've, yeah. you've done You've not bought anything with them, like they're not invested in you, yeah. so they're gonna watch you. Even if even if the MCs like it's his first gig, that buys you a wee bit of a laugh, yeah. but not but, a lot. So the fact you got laughs, and, and I spoke to Paddy about it, he's like, he fucking did great. He got the laughs. They weren't they weren't just a given for you. Yeah, you actually yeah. you actually earned them. So that's what I'd be taking out of it. That actually yeah. you went up to and those sort of gigs at a Gaelic club up in Cole Island or where or wherever it is, they're they're not easy. Like they're no. not. There's some comics who wouldn't do it. Mm. They'd be like, nah, I, I just want to do the, the comedy clubs where the people are used to comedy people and that kind like of thing. They know the environment. They, they know yeah. when they laugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. See, before I ran up, like I'd say to my missus, I'd know, like, ran the sad bar and she was like, <laughs> well, I think that's funny, like, but I, I hate that, but people might laugh at it. And then I was... <laughs> Real help. I was like, right... I but then you're now. you're doing it out of context. Yeah, you have to be up and perform it. You like, could, you could. Like I was just sitting on the sofa here. Like mm. so, I'm gonna say uh, I said and the other. She's just looking at me like, and she's making you then question. Yeah, you're, you're and you're not, but you're not perform. It's how yeah. you perform it. You could tell me the funniest bit of stand up all time. Here, there, this bit happens, and then that, and I, I, I but then right. I see it on stage, and I go, all yeah. right, now you're at, you're you're performing it, you're acting it, and that sort of thing. Yeah. But, but I, I honestly do think. I don't know, this is just me going back to being a boy two boxer, I think I'm but I think I could actually do well in it. If, if you're doing that gig and that's your first gig and you enjoyed it and you're doing more gigs, you're already doing well at it. It's it, just I, I do want to take it as far as... Because it can lead to other things as well. Like Boxing has brought me into stand-up, really. Hmm. And... um. And then, but but they can feed each other. Yeah. yeah, you know, so so like if you're doing stand up, you're coming on podcast, that kind of thing, that then can help feed fights and, yeah. and vice That's versa. That's what my manager. I think he was, you know, the, when he saw the head, the Instagram post, and all he was like, like Tommy needs to relax. We had stand up, like he's a boxer, like what's mm. he at? But then he phoned me and he was like, Tommy, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, like these people, <laughs> this is brilliant for your, oh, no, <laughs> this is brilliant for your profile when you're fighting, like. People might buy tickets and it's more interesting. Yeah. So they can't feed each other. But 
And it's a, it's, if it's the sport's going well, I am hanging the gloves up. Oh, why? <laughs> and he'll pick them up. <laughs> oh, 100%. I'll take where you live. One in, one out. Like the, the, do you, uh, do, does your manager or anything ever like, because you do some extracurricular activities, stuff like stand up and whatever else, does he ever like say to you here, you need to be more focused about, you no, know, no, be, he, being he more loves champion it. or anything like that? He, he loves it because he's like, I get you out there. And then for mm. after boxing, he's like, you can go in the. You'll always be alright. You can go in the punditry because you can talk and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, of course. But see, with stand up, you'll you you'll have such a great story. Oh yeah, yeah. and you'll yeah great you'll have story. these. I think that's what Paddy was like impressed with my with my five minutes because I didn't talk about boxing at all. Didn't oh yeah, 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 and he yeah. was like, I was expecting you to go up no and just tell boxing stories. Yeah. But, like, see anything you can put a un- unique perspective on, which, like, also, and you might not even talk about it in your act, but, you know, your mixed race from Belfast. Yeah, that yeah, is I mean, really what the whole thing is. My experience growing up in Belfast, and, mm, yeah. like, the things, so many, like, things that, are, if you think about it properly, they're offensive, but yeah. if you look at it from a different angle... Be offensive like, if I stupid. went on stage and talked about... No, but, like, offensive to me, like, people, like... <laughs> Things would they say to me? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like in school, I'm sure you got loads. like people say, Are you man, I'm the best fighter in the school. High <laughs> <laughs> <My> school, too. <laughs> that, but, um, see, I was kind of lucky where I never really got bullied or anything, or right because I of did. who I was. No, like, I was I always, did. I was always big for my age, and then yeah. I was, I became a like a champion boxer all iron champion at an early age so I had respect so yeah. maybe people would slag me behind my back but to my face they wouldn't fuck like, with you basically basically I, I had never wasn't a bully boy no. I was always like just slagging and all and like yeah. trying to have a good atmosphere no like I loved going to school it was always uh, slagging I was like a class clown kind of yeah, yeah, yeah always making jokes so really stand up is like just following on from yeah. my school life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and the gym as you say there's so much stagnant in the gym and storytelling like I love Sean it's between me and Sean McComb who's the best storytellers in yeah. Irish boxing Sean's very good Sean after is yes. brilliant he's yeah. a good lad yeah and um that's why I used to love going to Dublin with him because we would talk the whole time. Shut shit the whole time, yeah. There was like Tyrone McKenna just sitting his phone. Yeah. Oh, really? It's like, She's done ASOS band shirts. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean. <laughs> it's just like, you may as well just sit in the back. Right, right. Right, right. But, um, nah, like, I was reading about um, Paddy Ref. It's like, he's only doing comedy for two years, and the next thing he's selling it to Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I don't be Tommy Ref. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tommy yeah, yeah. Rob. Yeah, Tommy Todd. Hey, um, Tommy Todd. Yeah, yeah. But Shane's paid his dues. Like, he has, and then some. But um, and then some. The, Fifteen uh, years, lads. I'd, I'd blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I hear you. But look at look at the game. Top of the game. Look at us now. The uh, in terms of like for the future of your boxing career, like what do you what's next for you? What's like the next fight or what's like what do you what do you see like maybe what's the one, two, three year plan of like getting back to the title even? Um yeah, so my next my next fight was actually negotiating for a massive fight there that was gonna be happening next month. Can you name names or but is that is that, no, would that, be, the, that be bad? That would be bad. I want some juicy <laughs> gossip so we'll do for the boxing scene. It's gonna be fighting Brian McGee. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, so Everything was like both sides were all agreed, up. but then because I fought that maniac out in 
Estonia, the board was like, listen, we can't let you fight for this title when the last guy you fought was that level. Uh, my manager was like, well, if you look at his record, he hasn't had a, an easy fight, so he's entitled to handle him. Yeah. So I'm going to have another a, a credible fight, maybe for like a, a minor title, and then run the dice again. Yeah. But I have to say, if his stand-up stuff kicks off, if Shane brings me on tour of him, yeah. <laughs> no problem, I'll, sure. I'll pack... The, you I'll bring you both you do stand up spar you each do security <laughs> spar each other oh you don't want the hate Shane who are the sport no, actors no, so we can put this it's black and white lightning just put that down they'll know what that means just let me do your straight punches at the back of my head for fuck's sake get the one do the uppercut fuck's sake uh, yeah I, I, I can't wait to see your set I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah, together yeah. you're doing you're doing Friday night in the film are you? I'm doing Friday and Saturday, but I'll come down to I'll come down to uh, one of Paddy's to watch. I would come down to Paddy's but I'd be in Uganda at that point. He actually, actually is going to, he actually actually is going to Uganda. Uganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening over? Sparring. <laughs> Sparring. You have to get a different look sometimes, and I just feel like when you went to Estonia, I'm going. He's I'm actually going over there to do charity work. I'm going. I take a piss out of We just joke about everything, but he actually is. He actually is. I'm doing something good for the African community. We're supplying water filters out there so we can have clean drinking water. So there you go. There's, and there's but then people going after this one. podcast people out there are going to be like I see you I know you're in the box you're going to get sparked out you're going to bit like him in Estonia they're going to throw you in a car no, but, but in you, Uganda you should try like, should we do like no like channel 4 should do wife swap we do career swap so you do comedian I do boxing what do you mean swap I am a comedian now. Yeah. I know you are, you are I'm, I'm a boxer, a boxer. <laughs> I'm a boxer now I'm one and all in stand up <laughs> <laughs> if it goes like your boxing career next gig will be live at the Apollo <laughs> straight in straight in come here, come here, everyone be wrecking up 15 years <laughs> me crying in the the, uh, who's the champion of your weight class currently uh, there's probably a few is there yeah Lawrence O'Coley and then again Australia just dethroned the long-term champion who was Maris Breeders. So, I thought his name it. was D. I thought it was D. Thrown. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. He sounds like he's from Turf. <laughs> no, <there> was <laughs> I was actually a big D. Thrown. Thanks, McCoy. We could, uh, we could talk for another hour. I'd, l- I'd love you to come back on soon because yeah. we've talked about 1% of what I wanted to talk about. But cheers for coming on. Good luck with the gigs. Uh, I'll try and see you at the Fela gig but you're going to be doing gigs anyway, hopefully. I'm so. doing one July the twenty eighth. Yeah, it is the twenty eighth of my heart felt. Oh. I'm up to ten minutes this time. Oh, oh, oh I doubled it. Boy, See, I? getting the buy every round, <laughs> every round, getting the buy. He's getting twenty five grand for doing it. <laughs> what can I say? Listen. <laughs> oh, Tommy, thank you for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. No one trying to make thanks us happy. I'm glad we finally yeah, got it yes. sorted. Love Aaron it. Butler, thanks for being here. Love Your analysis it. as an expert in both comedy and boxing. Is invi- invi- There's no one to- better. No Going to come back to Uganda, light light bantamweight champion. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going. See, he the comes f- back lined up. <laughs> the first fail, and I'll come back in dreads. Ho- hope will be going. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> You're cheating on hope before you even met. <laughs> like where's Kiki? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Kiki and Hope will be fucking waiting on you. They're put headlock, getting photos with the belt, no, the barbershop. <laughs> 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 Boys, cheers. Thank Get you rest. very much. Thanks, Thanks to everyone for watching, listening. See you next time. Yeah.